Welcome to the Radio Life Sciences Podcast for a behind-the-scenes look into GSLS, made by students and educators for the scientists of tomorrow. Hi there! Thank you again for tuning in to the Radio Life Sciences Podcast. My name is Franca, and today I'm recording the podcast with Spiros. Hi everyone! We have two guests, Kim van den Heuvel and Marte Otter, both working at the GSLS Career Services. Enjoy! So, welcome everyone. Thank, Thank you. Our first question, uh, which I will ask to Kim, is, uh, or actually both of you, but let's start with Kim, is uh, like, what is your background and uh, what did you study? Well, actually, that's, uh, thanks for the question, because it's very nice. I have studied uh, life sciences as well. So in Utrecht, and um, I started my bachelor's in biomedical sciences in 2003, uh, the master's program drug innovation. After that, I decided to not pursue a PhD because I thought, well, it's not really my, my strong suit to do research for four years uh, or even longer. That's why I decided to do something different. Last year, I got the opportunity to apply for the position of a career officer at the, at the Faculty of Medicine. So I did it and here I am, a career officer. Well, thank you for your uh, interesting story. But now I'm also wondering, uh, Marta, uh, how did you end up in your uh, current position and what is your background? <laughs> I, uh, I studied human geography, so something totally different. Actually, three of our career officer colleagues in uh, Utrecht University are human geographers, so probably it's something you will be trained for. And then I started working at alumni office of Utrecht University, and I became responsible for the young alumni program. Um, and then I realized this is something I wanted to do more with. Yeah, then someone of the Faculty of Medicine was telling me that they were looking for someone who would be a career officer and an alumni officer for the Faculty of Medicine. Then I thought, this is my job. I need to apply for this. Yeah, and then I was very lucky because I think I was one out of 60 or something uh, who got this job with no background in, in medicine or biomedical sciences. But I think that both my enthusiasm and my knowledge of university helped me to get this job. And um, yeah. Yeah. happy ever since well congratulations <laughs> <laughs> and what do you like the most about it Marta? well what i really like is that you can actually help students finding their own way and i think that's the most important thing about what we do in everything we do uh, we don't tell them what to do but we help them finding their own way finding their own path and Besides from all the things which you should do or would be the most wise thing to do, uh, we really focus on what is good for you and what is your path. And that's what I really like when students actually find this. Does the same accounts for you as well, uh, Kim? Yes, of course. Yeah, that's, that's the most wonderful thing that we can do in, in our job. Besides uh, organizing a lot of uh, uh, events and well give training of course to students but someone comes back to you and you say hey I had so much um, well, extra information from you on how this works the whole job market thing and how to find a job and actually now I found uh, now I found my, my my job that is yeah well at this moment is, is the thing I really really want to do um, so yeah I totally agree with uh, with Mark on that but then what is the most uh, challenging about your job? Well, the most challenging is, of course, that a lot of people, uh, a lot of students come in and they just ask us, yeah, 
what should I do? And they want a straight answer. So you have to do this, this, and this, and this, and then you will get your job. Well, it does not actually work like that. So they have a lot uh, to do themselves, of course, and get to know what they want. And uh, well, a lot of self-analysis and stuff like that. Um, and if they are open to it, then they uh, they have a great path ahead uh, to, uh, to to work on it and to find their, their dream job, so to say. And you, Marta Walter, uh, what are the challenges you experience as a career officer? Um, what I think is sometimes difficult is that people with NGOs less really focus on research, but there is a big world out of there, out of, out of academia. And I think that uh, a little more focus, which is growing in, in the programs on the outside world would, would really help us and would really help students, especially knowing that it's okay to do something different than research within academia. And then I also have an uh, other, other question. Like, what do you think are the qualities that someone in your role as a career officer really needs to have to be successful? Can you name two, Kim? And Marta also two. Okay. Um, so you have to be a great listener. So listen to what students have to say and maybe hear the question behind the question. So and that's something, of course, that we as coaches do a lot and we help students with that. Um, and the other thing is uh, helpful. Yeah, and to add to that combination of being involved and curious. Uh, and I think that the, if, if you are really involved, students feel that and they feel that, um, hey, I'm, I'm being listened to and, and what I have to say is important. And I think that's really um, important in a job like this. I will jump in here. So now that we uh, have uh, gotten to know you a little bit as people, I'd like to bring the conversation to a bit of a different uh, topic, which is, um, yeah, where career services um, connect to the graduate school and to our students and what, uh, what it is exactly that you do for them. So as the, the name career services already uh, gives away, I guess, a lot of what you do, but can uh, you make it a bit more specific, um, exactly what kind of things and services you guys offer? Maybe Kim, you could start. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I already said that we also, um, uh, well, organize a lot of events, for instance. So besides all the conversations that we have with students, like more the coaching part, uh, to name one uh, specifically for life sciences, uh, those are the life sciences career events. We uh, they're, they're online and we organize them though almost monthly. And during these events, uh, we ask two alumni from the master's program to just tell what, what they are currently doing in, in the job they have, but also uh, answer questions on what did you do during your master's to that you got to end up in the, in the job that you're currently doing? And are there things, uh, well, are there any tips that you could give current students to help? Well, each time these events are, um, uh, well, there are a lot of people uh, join them and uh, hopefully we get even more students to, to listen to the, to the events. It's just one hour and there are two uh, alumni selling uh, something about their job. Um, so it's, it's a very nice thing to organize and we hear a lot of positive uh, feedback from uh, the students that are jo joining them. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing, the events and of course, um, we already talked a bit about the training uh, that we do as well, and that's uh, something that Career Services does at every faculty, uh, and, and there are uh, general uh, workshops like on uh, LinkedIn and on self-analysis and 
how to write a um, motivation letter or your CV, stuff like that. So everything that's really practical and it has something to do with your future career. Of course, uh, one thing to, um, to say here is that uh, the GSLS kind of has, you know, a special uh, structure in the sense that we have students from different faculties coming in. So both of you um, are working in the career services of the Faculty of Medicine, but there is also a career officer of the Faculty of Science. And um, I guess the, the things that they offer are similar. Um, Yes, 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 they are. Yeah. So what what so, we're saying now applies to all of our students, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, both Martin and I are from the Faculty of Medicine, but uh, our colleague Simona from the Faculty of Science does uh, the, the, the talks to the students as well. So if you want some uh, advice on your career or you would like to have some coaching with certain questions you have, um, Simona is available for students from the Faculty of Science. Yeah. And uh, Martha, so these, uh, we just heard kind of the things that um, yeah, are organized on a kind of a regular basis, but then students can approach you also for one-on-one -on -one, uh, sessions. Um, and yeah, what kind of topics can they come to you with? Yeah, definitely. Well, I would say any topic is, is fine. Uh, so if you just want to talk, that, that's fine as well. But of course, we focus on career uh, advice or career talks. So that can be uh, talking about a CV. So uh, is my CV correct in this way or should I change anything? Motivational letter, LinkedIn profile. Also, we talk with students uh, to prepare them for a job interview. So if they have a job interview planned or um starting um sending out uh, letters uh they come to us to uh, practice a job interview and the third category would be uh more general career advice so any topic would be welcome um so that can be for instance uh, i don't know exactly if i want to stay within academia or want to do something outside academia what are my options I have no clue what my uh, strengths are. How can I uh, know more about that, learn more about myself? Um, practically anything. Um, and what we really do is try to really listen uh, what is the need here and how can we deal with that? And we have a lot of, for instance, short assignments uh, which students can do. And then within one or two weeks, they come back to, to discuss that and to to go further into the career process so um, that's basically uh, what we talk with students about okay and uh, so our programs uh, are all yeah mostly all are two uh, two years uh, for the masters so is there such a thing as um, thinking about uh, career options too soon or uh, like at which point in their studies uh, should uh, students uh, start attending your events or uh, talking to you with uh, questions well i think that it's wise to to do it on a on a moment which suits you um but of course there are differences uh in topics when it when it's good to do something about it for instance uh, i really advise students to start with their linkedin uh if possible during bachelor or in the first year of their masters because this is the moment you meet so many new people within internships or conferences or things like that and it's really helpful to um add these people to your linkedin network uh, yeah i hope that answers the question I think so, definitely. Um, so, Kim, you have been in this role, uh, yeah, for 
is it uh, just the, uh, about a year, I guess, right? Or, a year, yeah. Um, but you've been involved in life sciences uh, for many, many years. So you kind of know from your environment what uh, people, uh, what kind of jobs people were getting, what uh, positions were available. So do you, uh, what do you think of the landscape of kind of the life sciences uh, at the moment? And for our graduates, has the types of jobs that they end up getting um, changing a bit in the, in the last years? Or what do you think about this? Well, yeah, well, of course, I graduated from my master's in 2009. And at that moment there, um, well, a lot of my, um, uh, my fellow students uh, ended up doing a PhD. So that was still the number one uh, job to get after your master's. Mm -hmm. And I think that's changing. Of course, there's a lot going on uh, within the, 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 the field itself and, and with all the money that's going on there and of course Corona, but I also see that the students uh, are looking other ways, so to say, uh, so uh, outside academia, for instance. And that's, that is changing. And I believe that uh, a lot of students still don't know what's out there. And that's why, uh, well, uh, we are here as career officers to show them, of course, uh, what's, uh, what options are available. And what are examples of options the students then do not know about? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> well, of course, let's start with the things that are most common. So, of course, PhD, clinical research associate and stuff like that. Um, there are also a lot of students doing uh, going into consultancy, which is a really vague thing um, and it's different for each company that you're going to work um, but so, so there's a lot of information a lack of information actually on, on the consultancy part but it, it it's it's in in general more uh, jobs also in in, in education or um, uh, we have students that end up on the more clinical side or um, they're going uh, well Maybe Marta can answer some uh, uh, some uh, jobs as well, but but it's it's su it's such a big market, and what we always say is that, well, okay, check LinkedIn. LinkedIn is such a great source on finding what kind of jobs other alumni or other students are going to do, and you can actually uh, find this information uh, on the web on the so to say the showcase page of the Utrecht University and there's an alumni button and you just enter your master's program and then it ends up with a lot of people and you see what kind of jobs they are doing so that would be a tip for everyone who is listening just go and look there and see what other people did uh, or are doing that did your master's program yeah so I think what you're saying is very important about the kind of how broad uh, the options are for uh, people these days because, um, of course, we offer what we call a research master's. And I think that the fact that the word research is in there creates this immediate association that you are being trained to do research. Yeah. And that was also kind of the feeling that I had when I was uh, doing my master's uh, quite some years ago also. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important. Um, maybe, Marta, you have something to say about this, about, yeah, students that are doing these research masters but then realize that they don't want to do research how should they view their studies in this light and having this awareness uh, about them yeah good question well i think that what i always say is you have a a, a broad uh academic 
education, which helps you in basically any job you want to do. The great plus you guys have, for, uh, especially over people like me, is that you also have a science background. And in many companies, this is really being valued because, well, you, you just have a certain way of thinking and a certain way of dealing with things, um, dealing with problems, solving them, uh, things like that. And that really helps you in, in numerous jobs. If you think, oh, I did a research master and, and now I, the only thing I can do is research. No, there is so much more. Basically, you can do any job in the world besides maybe being a doctor or being a, a lawyer. A lawyer, yeah. Uh, but besides from that, everything is possible. You can be, become a career officer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can really relate to what you're saying. And I think probably a lot of people can. Well, it was really interesting to learn about your professional path and all the career services activities. Now, we would like to let our listeners to learn more about you from a personal perspective. Uh, and I would like to ask the first question to Kim, and that is, uh, what are your favorite qualities in a person? Wow, big question. Almost all students have that in within life sciences. It's something um, you're courageous. If you're going to do a two-year program, you're going to work a lot, long hours in the lab or maybe on, uh, on another uh, internship. And Marta, what are your uh, favorite qualities in a person? Well, I think that there are not many people uh, with which I can't work together with or can have a beer with or something like that. So basically, I like the diversity in people. And I know that this is a kind of a cheesy answer. Maybe. Well, and to come back to one of your um, first questions, I think what I really like in people, if if they think they don't know something, they think they don't know where to go or what to do in life. and they all know, um, but it's hidden somewhere. And, and I love to, to get that out of them. And now maybe a bit of more like a fake question, but I think it's a lovely question. Uh, Kim, what is your idea of happiness? Happiness? Um, I think happiness is within small things. Happiness is not getting your well of course your dream job would be perfect but is that happiness i don't think so it is uh, uh in the morning sitting in the sun with a cup of coffee and just enjoying the sun on your face nice i would uh, agree with that as well and for you marta do you also love the small things <laughs> yeah of course um and i think um, what makes me really happy is, is being in nature and um, both with people and alone. Um, I did a, a walking track of about 140 kilometers uh, three years ago uh, just by myself. I really loved it, especially after day three. I got in a kind of a meditation way of, of walking and uh, thinking about things and just enjoying being in nature and uh, um yeah and of course the sun um so yeah for, for me it's also being outside and um that's what i would love to introduce uh if we can go back to university again to also have uh, the opportunity to to have um, a walking coach conversation with students if they want to that's really nice um so we always ask our guests 
for a book recommendation and uh, we're finding uh, how interesting it is to see the diversity of uh, people's uh, bookshelves. So Martha, what would be a, a book you would recommend? <laughs> well, this has to uh, has a, a relation with the previous question. Uh, I really love the book, The Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry. Uh, I don't know if anyone of you knows it, but it's it's a great story about a man, uh, kind of an old man who is um, uh, going to the mailbox, but then decides to uh, bring the letter himself to someone who lives miles and miles away. And he is just wearing... Um, uh, well, not the best shoes, and I think he's still wearing pajamas or something like that. Um, and uh, well, you should read it. It's it's great. I think what's really great is is it's showing the flexibility of people and also the the need of having relationships with people. Really nice. And Kim, actually, I have two. Is that okay? <laughs> so this podcast is all about you. You can say. Oh, it. great! <laughs> well, yeah, there, there, there are two books at the moment which I'm reading currently, and um, uh, one book is a more. Um, well, it's a Dutch book, but I hope in uh, in the future it will be uh, translated as well. It's uh, from a professor at Nijmegen University, and um, uh, that's Roos Funk, and she wrote the book. You bent what you do. So in English, that would be you are what you do. And it's it's about self-analysis, self-knowledge. Um, and also, if you know yourself very well, you can change things. So once you know yourself, well, you know how to react or what to do uh, and how other people will react on that. And yeah, it was it, it might. Some things are an open door or, you know, but but there are also things in there that I thought, ah, okay, yeah, nice. And it's all backed up with scientific uh, um, uh, well, articles and other books and stuff like that. And I really, I really enjoyed it. So it's, uh, yeah, on neuroscience and... Uh, okay, and the second one is... Yeah, and on the other side, a more relaxing book. <laughs> well, years ago, I started on the Millennium Trilogy so from uh, Stieg Larsson. And I, well, recently noticed that there is a second trilogy on, uh, uh, from uh, another uh, um, author, by the way, because uh, Stieg Larsson uh, passed away. And another author um, was asked to make a, a second trilogy. And actually, it's, it's really fun to read. And I just love the, the way uh, it's written. And it's really relaxing. So a bit of, of a thriller and, uh, yeah, some excitement in there. But it's also relaxing. Something different. From the yeah film. yeah nice um yeah so something that i forgot to ask before and is probably very useful is where can students find um your uh, events and uh, things like where where can they find information from you well all the general information on career services can be found on uu.nl slash career services so all our training are there and you can book appointment and um uh, so all the stuff is there and information on for instance the life sciences career events are placed on uh, well both the students websites from the uu and also in the study guide mm -hmm. so if students would like more information on that they can uh, find it there yeah and if I'm not wrong, there's a LinkedIn page also, right? Yes, of course. But maybe Marta can tell us more, tell, tell more about it. 
Yeah, we have a LinkedIn page for uh, the Graduate School of, of Life Sciences um, and we place uh, vacancies in that group every week. Uh, also, our alumni and uh, companies place vacancies over there. So it's also a great spot for students if you are more or less heading towards graduation to uh, uh, take a look and to see if there are any interesting vacancies uh, and we also share our events and interesting information about the job market things like that so um, yeah be become a member great uh, so before I let you go um, just final question uh, do you have any final tips uh, that you could give to our students and it can be anything something that like as a last message you would like to leave with everybody Martin maybe you can uh... I see you nodding, so probably you have something there. Always. What I uh, always uh, advise students to do and what I really like to do myself as well uh, when I was applying for jobs is to ask around uh, to friends, to co-workers, to peers, um, what are my best qualities? What do you uh, admire in me or what do you really like in, in what I do and how I work with you? Um, and you see that you... Uh, get great answers uh, which you can really use in job interviews but also in getting to know what kind of job would suit me and kim yeah well to stay in the in the in, the, in linkedin um well and actually also if we can go outside again then uh, it would be in person as well but network please network 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 it's something you can start with straight away and it's relatively easy it's not scary uh really really it's not scary perhaps uh to start with they can uh, all students that are listening can make a connection with us so we have a, a general profile so to say uh, it's career officer umc utrecht if you uh, will uh, enter it in linkedin you can find it so that's your first step and uh, an invitation to send us a really a, a message so not just a normal connection request Send us a message and then uh, we will see you there. Thanks again to Kim and Marte for joining our podcast today about your job at the Career Services. This episode was brought to you by Franca and Spiros of the Radio Life Sciences team. See you next time.